0: You're listening to the Platte River Bard.
1: Our episode today was facilitated by Sherry so I could get some rest. Sherry and I have been fighting influenza the past few weeks that has lingered and gotten a little complicated, but we're trying as best as we can to get podcasts out to you. Now, today, Sherry talked with Laura Marsh about A Christmas Story, produced by the Chanticleer Community Theater at the Hoff Center at Pace. Now, I'll join you at the end of the podcast with the show dates and ticket information. Enjoy.
0: Hello, hello. This is Sherry Berger with the Platte River Bard, and today I am talking to Laura Marsh, who is the director and freelance theater practitioner, and she is directing A Christmas Story, the musical, at Chanticleer Community Theater at Pace in the Hoff Family Center. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. I appreciate being here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So this sounds like such a fun musical, and I didn't know that you directed. So maybe we should talk a little bit about what you've done in the past.
2: Sure, sure. My foundation actually started in stage management, but at some point I just made the turn and decided I wanted to direct and so I've been uh very lucky over time to stage manage for several of our community leaders in directing um like Susan Barry Collins and Susan Clement Tober and Scott Glasser and and so many others um to kind of gain my uh, the things I wanted to pull out of the shows what was important to me and, and and basically eventually acquire my own style um to to do the storytelling because that's what i realized i liked not just the process of putting the show together but the process of the storytelling so over time i've been able to direct at the omaha community playhouse for omaha fringe festival uh, bellevue little theater bridget saint bridget theater I, i try not to pigeon whole my, myself into or silo myself into just one theater community i almost mm-hmm. oh, too small for that you, right. you know and we all right. got to get along right? right so so i try and and work with everybody as much as i can
0: so how long have you been directing that's, that's
2: a great question i'd say over 15 years now oh, or wow. so may,
0: maybe yeah. yeah around there so several productions over the last decade and a half. So that's yeah, awesome.
2: yeah. I directed minor projects, of course, in undergrad. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to add all that together, it's
0: right <laughs> up that Even number. Bit, but
2: but to like truly dive into it, I'd say around there.
0: Mm-hmm. What's one of the What's one of the things that you What's one of the first things that you learned when you started directing some of these big productions? You always yeah. go into something expecting it to be a certain way, and it never is. Sure. <laughs>
2: Sure. And it's certainly a different question for a musical as compared to a drama. Yeah. You know, um, since this show is a, a musical, uh, some of the things you learn is is you're always reminded of the quick pace of it and, mm-hmm. and how little time you have to pull all the elements together and still got to make it jive. I, I mean, I don't care what play you're directing or musical. Ever, nobody has enough time ever. But with the dramas there's a bit more character work you can work on Mm -hmm. and i'm really big on character work and the storytelling so the musical challenge is while you have all the singing and the dancing and you know this is a cast of 27 so you get larger casts how do you maneuver not just the staging but actually work in all that character work Mm -hmm. and in this show in particular there are also many kids so how much character work can you pull out of the kids compared to the adults and how much do you concentrate on that character work while you still have to make sure everything has all the musical theater elements like those pretty pictures for example Mm -hmm. those stage pictures and you know the tight alignments and it, it, the flow in and out you know there's always big scenes big scene changes mm-hmm. um not that dramas don't have that but right. it's got to be right very precise in mm-hmm. musicals to go with the music itself so right. it's just a whole new dynamic
0: so are you using live music or are you using the recorded
2: we are using live music, oh, and I'm wonderful. so grateful that I'm not a, a fan of canned music, frankly. So mm. I'm lucky. Our musical director is Chris Ebke. Mm. Yeah, many many love Chris in this town, and and uh, this is my show working with Chris. So I see why everybody loves working with him. He's such a gem. And uh, don't quote me, but I believe it's a nine orchestra, nine
0: piece, nine
2: person orchestra. So oh, wow. we just you, um, utilize them. For the first time last night, so it was a real delight.
0: Yeah, to, to hear it, them. <laughs> wow, well, at least that gives you a little bit of. Sometimes it gives you a little bit of leeway because the pre-recorded music is always, you know, so on beat, which is reliable. But at the same time, if something somebody's not where they're supposed to be on stage, or whatever, you can kind of work with.
2: Right, it's not forgiving. Yeah, you, know, you better be <laughs> on it, or or you will be off, and and the audience will know it. At least when you have live. A uh, pianist and music conductor, they can, you know, make sure that they vamp longer or mm-hmm. shorten something up or, yeah. you know, they know the show just as well as the actors do and can work with it.
0: Yeah, gives you some flexibility. So you have a lot of kids in this play. I have to ask, do mm-hmm. they watch the movie like all of us uh, older generations <laughs> right. watch it on <laughs> TNT constantly? <laughs> uh,
2: uh, some have, some have not. Oh, really? Um, and they were, they were all invited to... Um, you know, sometimes I, when there's a movie out, and I'll tell people, don't go watch the movie. I want you to develop your own characters. Yeah. But for this one, it's different. You, you know, it's kind of got this all this iconic, all mm-hmm. these iconic moments, and you kind of want to hit that range. And so they've all been invited to watch it. Now, how many of them have watched it? Maybe since I first asked, uh-huh. I don't know. But yeah. it's also, I notice it's it's starting to run on TV. Um, right now in that you know the, those full cycles that they have on TV right now with all the other Christmas shows. So yeah, hopefully some of them will watch them.
0: How did rehearsals go? How have they been going?
2: Oh, they've been great. They've been a whirlwind. Um, we've been rehearsing since October eighth. Oh wow. And so we first start with music and dance. Mm-hmm. So really, you know, between Chris and our choreographer, Michelle Garrity, who the town also loves. I worked yeah. with her for many years. So glad to have her on the team. They they spent the first two weeks just doing music and dance only, which gave me a couple extra weeks to to prep in my own world but Mm -hmm. um but it's been fast and furious uh, with the pace they are a rental house you know they rent various rooms and they've got workshops and kids workshops and everything so it's a little bit of a shuffle through the building which make you know you might be in one room one night and a different room another night as far as rehearsal and that kind of adds its own level of um going with the flow with the circumstances um and obviously there are a lot of lot of disappointments in that in that circumstance Mm -hmm. but the positive you can pull from it too is a cast who knows how to adapt Mm -hmm. and that's been most important because you know they have other residencies like the the wonderful ballet you know and we had to be in certain rooms so that they could have their space and we we didn't collide with one another and and so we started on the stage but had to move and then come back and and so when you deal with spaces that might be too tight or a room that's crowded. um, The actors really just get to work on what they need to work on. And then when we transfer back to stage, it actually becomes a little bit easier Mm -hmm. to adapt back to the stage. So... They you know, now that we're in tech week, it's just made them very very adaptable and flexible to the circumstances and keep growing. And so you, you take with it what you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you know.
0: Right. So this musical has all the iconic moments, so you've got mm-hmm. you've got the the bunny outfit that I actually personally want. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yes.
0: You've got yes. all the fun things.
2: It it is as wonderful as you can imagine it to be. <laughs> Um the the of course there's a whole fun number surrounding just the phrase alone you'll shoot your eye out. Yes. Um there uh there are I had to work with the car, you know, um yeah. which, which you know, those things with the set design come along. Right. So, but the actual moment, right? The lug nut moment, the oh fudge moment, yes. that's been fun to work with. I've got something special there, I think. Um, and then I do have a nice surprise for everybody with Jean. I'm not going to tell what it is. Oh, Jean is, is the narrator, right? The the old Ralphie essentially
0: okay
2: and I've got something special going on with with our our actor Tim Doherty oh
0: good and
2: uh, we've 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 brought something new to that that role oh. that I think the audiences will really enjoy
0: so what about I have to ask what about the dogs do we have dogs <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> um we have dogs
0: we have dogs
2: Right. whether they're whether they're actors or whether real dogs believe is a surprise okay oh <laughs> got it
0: <laughs> i love it i know there's so many tricky things to to think of
2: yes um, but they're not just a sound cue we'll, we'll yeah. give you something
0: good so. <laughs> oh how fun so how how's your costume so you do you have a lot of costumes going on for this because this is oh, still a lot. period in a way
2: yeah, yeah, there's a lot, and and I won't spoil anything, and actually, we get our costumes tonight, so oh, we'll get fine. to see a lot, um, but, you know, if you think back on the story of the movie, Randy has all these fantasies, you know, about saving the day, right, with his Red Rider BB gun. Mm-hmm. Um, There's all these moments of, of him having nightmares when something goes wrong, right, and not being able to get his presents for Christmas, so... So the trick was getting all these fantasies staged and realized. Mm-hmm. And so, if you kind of can think back on that movie, there's you know there's a burglar or a kidnapper, and there's you know old west saloon, and you know you know so the the magic of a lot of costumes are going to be how how all these actors need to get in and out of the various characters that they play with with the fantasies and then back to real time and the fantasies done something special with the Higby's window you know the the Mm -hmm. window where the kids all look at the toys right Um, did something special with that and
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. So you found yourself, did you find yourself going back and watching the movie or did you actually just go back and, okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did go back. Um, What everybody will find funny is that I've been the, it's a wonderful life and the sound of music person over the years. Oh,
0: okay.
2: My husband has been the, a Christmas story person and I've obliged watching that movie with him over the years once in a while. And he watches sound of music with me once in a while. So of course he knows all the moments and also I had to rewatch it to
0: oh right to
2: to um go back and remind myself of why people enjoy mm-hmm. it so much and then pull out that comedy mm-hmm. um make sure to pull out that comedy so, so that I enjoy the process as well and and of course when you work with something that starts to get close to your heart all that starts to come alive mm-hmm. right so this story now will be my heart for the rest of my life because of having to dive in so intimately with it
0: Yeah. and yeah. make
2: sure I get all those moments that the audiences are expecting.
0: What a good roundabout play for all ages to mm-hmm. be able to participate. So you probably have some families that are working together on this and.
2: Yes, truly. I mean, first of all, it is a great show for any age. You, you mm-hmm. know, we know, we know this from the movie, so it's, yeah. it's kid friendly and yet it's, you know, a nostalgia, nostalgic and great memories for older persons and everyone in between. And then as far as the community goes, I mean, yes, we've had, because there's about 12 kids in the show, yeah. it's a total cast of 27. Mm-hmm. So we've had parents come in, um, bring treat boxes. They're, they're busy setting up a room next to the theater right now where they can go and have a quiet space for like coloring books or doing the homework and stuff like that and have a space for them they've been helping keep keep things grounded every night when when the kids are waiting for their scenes and and uh, they just help kind of keep track of them when when our team is too busy (laughs) you know it's not like we can check on the kids all the time. Every time they're not on stage, we've got to direct what's in front of us. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so the parents have been really helpful. We've got one who's helping with the props crew. We've got one helping with the sound crew. We've got one who's uh, again, setting up those special spaces. They've been bringing some snacks and things and we've got one who's been helping alter costumes. Um, yeah. You know, so they, they dive in and help. Oh. And it's and it's great that right you get that true community
0: mm-hmm. right especially at Christmas time too and it's yes. such a lovely space
2: yeah oh it's a gorgeous space yeah. and they've got the of course really the is. the holiday decor up all throughout and the music playing in the background in the lobby so mm-hmm. yeah it kind of while a Christmas story doesn't have those traditional that tr- traditional music like say a Christmas Carol does and white Christmas does mm-hmm. which are both playing in town right now so yeah. we're all Christmasing it together right. um, uh, you get to kind of get in that Christmas spirit in the hallways as you walk in and dive into this slightly alternative Christmas st- you know mm-hmm
0: Kind yeah, of sound <laughs> right and I, I imagine the music is probably pretty catchy so there's no no reason that it wouldn't still be just as oh yeah, as oh, yeah. You, as you know <laughs> they always say
2: if you don't walk home with a song in your head then it's not a good musical <laughs> yeah. right and in this one there's at least five songs in your head when you walk out <laughs>
0: that's great <laughs> well that's what Christmas songs are they're earworms I guess so that's yes. perfect it's it's interesting to think of the movie reimagined as something on stage
2: the person playing Ralphie Ivy Farrell just doing a fantastic job a bang-up job of of embracing Ralphie and all things Ralphie you know the whole Parker family um little Dax we call him little Dax uh Dax is playing Randy and Right down to the screaming down the slide at Santa Land, he just (laughs) makes you bust out laughing. We have um, an elf and Santa team who, just like in the movie, really do not want to be right (laughs) in that Santa Land store, right? Right. (laughs) So, and a whole ensemble that just kind of supports all those fantasy scenes. Yeah, you need Santa
0: and you need parents, and yeah, what a Mm -hmm. fun, what a. what a fun play for everyone to be able to participate. And
2: I think it's a great pick for Bob and Denise and the Theater. It's a, it's a great pick. It's it's different from all the other Christmas shows around town. Not the same show as somebody else's pick, that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, just got all those fun memories that if somebody doesn't want some of the other memories they already have or, oh, I already saw that show. Or somebody's, I mean, we know some people trying to make the circuit and go to every Christmas mm-hmm. show that's happening right now. Oh. So this is, well, we love those one. people. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I wish my budget and my time would allow that for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've had three cats trying to work together actually to see each other's work. Yeah. It's really so, hard to do. So that's kind of, it is hard to do, but we're, yeah. we're doing what, what we can.
0: Wonderful. Well, I'm so excited to see your creation, and it's so good to talk to you. You have contributed so much to the theater community, and it's just so good to see you in such a fun role for a fun show and well, thank you. So break all the legs. Thank you so much, Laura. We will
2: break all the legs,
0: <laughs> <laughs> even the lamp. <laughs> yes, and oh yes, the lamp. Yes, <laughs> the and those are leg hard leg to leg come by too.
2: Oh, very. Yeah, <laughs> we, it took a while to get the leg lamp. But
0: that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, congratulations! It, and it's fun. You're going to have to probably make sure that that doesn't go home with somebody that it's not supposed to.
2: <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much. It was so good to talk to you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Everybody
0: come see it. Yay.
1: (laughs) A Christmas Story opens December 7th and continues its performances on December 8th, 9th, 10th, 14th, 15th, 16th, and 17th. Tickets can be purchased at paceartsiowa.org. Don't shoot your eye out. Thank you for listening
0: and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.